Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Happy Monday to you. This is Queen Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a huge success. Let us now go to God in prayer, thanking him for all that he has given us. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to wake up this morning and to have yet another day to accomplish our dreams and our goals. Bless us, O Lord, as we pursue being queens of our empires, that we are organizers and that we are taking action and being the leaders that we need to be. Lord, let us not procrastinate on our business dreams and goals and the task to get them done. But Lord, allow us to be steadfast, unmovable, and unshakable. We ask for a special blessing over all those women right now that are struggling with debt, feeling alone and isolated, and not sure which way to turn. Lord, for those of us who pray for the assignment to be a blessing to others, to love others, to help others, Lord, Send those women to us. Send them our ways, dear Lord, so that we may share, provide resources, dear Lord, and pray with them. Let them know, Father, that they are not alone. Give them inner peace and strength and send the resources and others as well that can help them. Lord, we thank you for all of the many blessings that you have given us, and we embrace and accept those blessings that are yet to come. Father, we thank you for the Successful Woman Radio Show and for all of the listeners that support the show. Father, we ask for a special portion of your love, your peace, your understanding, and your joy and your encouragement, dear Lord, as we strive to be the businesswomen that you would have us to be. Father, we thank you for all of these things and more. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Yes, yes, sisters, we are here today on the Successful Woman Radio Show, and we are here to talk about marketing later on in the show, but we're going to be talking about belief. We're going to be talking about that marketing on the budget, and I'm going to be sharing with you also a little bit later on about our new club that we've added to Women About Biz, and we call it the Queen's Lifestyle Club, and so excited about it. And so we'll be talking to you about that, and we've got so much going on in the month of June coming up, and we want you to be prepared. We want you to get ready to participate with us. I want to go ahead right now and go right into five questions of business leadership. Again, the five questions of business leadership. Here's question number one. Hopefully you guys have your pen and your notepad ready. I'm going to be moving quickly today because we've got a lot of information to pack in there. Question number one in the five questions of business leadership says to ask yourself, have I set my business foundation? You see, this is the core. This is the most important piece of your business, and yet 
so many business women haven't set the foundation, and yet they're wondering why certain things aren't working the way they should. You know, you can't build a home on a foundation that has proper that has not properly been laid, right? Because if you do, that home is going to have severe problems. It's gonna if, if you're gonna you're gonna feel that home during the different seasons, uh, based on the heat and the cold. You're gonna feel that home um, be a little lopsided. You're gonna your doors are not gonna close. You may notice cracks in your rooms or your ceiling. You know, it, a, a lot of things start to scare you if your home isn't properly laid on the right foundation. And so it is with a business. When you don't set your business on the right foundation, then it can crumble and things will begin to share. And I just think a lot of the times women, when we start our businesses, I've heard women put, um, you know, certain adjectives to the business. Oh, I'm just starting a little business, you know, and, and, they don't know that they're belittling their business by using that word out of context. I'm just, it's just a little business. It's just a little magazine. But what we must understand is that from the very time we birth the idea of a business and we're getting ready to get it started or we already have a business and we're getting ready to grow that business, belief must be a pivotal part of it. You must walk in faith, you must walk in belief, and you must know from the very start that your business is going to be successful and you shouldn't believe anything less. And so oftentimes there are a lot of women who don't have that belief that's necessary. And as a result, guess what? Yeah, the business can start to show certain areas of the foundation have cracks in it because the foundation has not been built properly. So you might be asking, what foundation, what do I need to know about that? Well, in question number one, have I set my business foundation? I have five core core areas that you need to be concerned about, okay? Core area number one, your legal structure and setup. Have you created an LLC have you obtained your tax EIN number for that particular business? And, of course, as you know, you can't even begin to build business credit or get a business checking account in your name without these things, right? Here's core number two, strategy. You know, you cannot build your business foundation without strategy. You've got to know where you're going. You've got to set your objectives and your goals and know what, the blueprint is going to be to help your business run. So what do you want to experience in your business this quarter, for example? What do what will you do to support your vision and your goals for your business? How will you implement the tasks to support your goals? And most importantly, who will you be delegating these? All of these are part of, of your strategy, of developing your strategy. Core area number three is have you formed a power team? This word power team is an internal word. You don't have to go around telling people I'm going to put you on my power team. But what a power team is, is it's a collective group of professionals that have experience in various backgrounds, right, and industries that can help shorten your learning curve and move you faster than you would have ever been able to do it on your own. 
And so this could include your web designer, your graphic designer, your accountant or tax specialist, your um, lawyer, your business coach. This can include multiple people. The thing about having a power team is that most of the people that you're going to be using have their own businesses and they have other clients. So it's not totally dependent on you for the, the total income that these professionals are making. And how that helps you is that when you need their services, you would have vetted them, interviewed them, and they, you would have informed them about your business and the type of help you're going to need from them from time to time. And so that when you need the help, you can call that person and they are familiar with who you are. You can't wait to the last moment, right? You can't wait until the last moment to try to find the people who are going to be part of your power team because you, you really don't have any power if you're waiting to the last moment, right? And so forming that power team is important. And, I've, you know, again, I've had a lot of women to share with me during coaching sessions that, you know, their business isn't big enough or they don't feel that their business is making enough money to hire anyone, so they're just going to do everything themselves. I understand that personality of independence, okay? I totally get it. I totally understand it. And I, too, you know, sometimes rather than assign it to someone else, I'll say, well, I can just go ahead and do this right now. But here's what I have learned. If you're looking to take your business to the next level in a faster manner, if you're looking to truly pursue your goals and your dreams of being flexible and living a lifestyle that that you're happy with, then what you're going to have to get used to is not always being at the front and center. You're going to have to let other people help you. You're going to have to let other people take over various tasks and different things while you function as the entrepreneur ambassador, the CEO of your business. Now, that's just the way it is. You know, the funny thing, and I've shared this many times before, I have some male clients, and when I talk with them, it's interesting at how they address me and what they say. If I say to them that they need to update their business plan or they need a lead page or they need to develop a better marketing strategy, you know, when I tell them the things that they need, they never say to me, okay, I'll start doing that and get back with you. No, they say to me, and we're speaking about the, the, basically how men communicate, they say, um, well, do you have somebody that you can refer because I won't be doing this myself? Do you have somebody that I, re- I, I can be referred to? You see, what I've learned about men, and I think all of us as women, we can learn something from the male gender, and we can adopt it. Uh, I've noticed that most men, they automatically inert, inertly have the leadership capabilities. They inertly have it. And they are automatically in their thought path thinking about, Who is going to help them get something done? Whereas with women, we inertly have the nurturing ability, right, which is still very important. And we are multitaskers. We can do, we can think on and do multiple things. But in business, that's not always the right position to take, the right stance to take. As women, we want to have some of that male 
character of where we are able to think of ourselves as leaders and CEOs and who is going to service me, who is going to help me get this done. And I think oftentimes um, we get so confused as women about our role and what we should be doing and what we shouldn't be doing. And I think a lot of it comes from that we, we naturally are mothers, whether we have children or not, we are naturally mothers, we naturally have that mother instinct, um, and as a result, we have a tendency for anything that we create out of from ourselves, whether it's an, whether we birth an idea or, you know, something else, we have a tendency, of course, just like we would have a baby, we take ownership of it, and we, we own it, and we start nurturing it, but we don't l- want to let it grow up. We want to hold on tight to it. And so with business, we can't hold on tight. We've got to learn um, to, to set our goals and to have other people service us and to allow us to grow uh, without having to do everything. Now, many of you may be saying, yes, yes, queen, but what about the money, honey? Because we've got to have money to pay these people. Well, you start right where you are. You know, maybe you can only afford two to three hours of virtual assistance right now on a monthly basis, but what can be done in two or three hours? Wow, they can do your social media content planning. They can um, post all of your social media for the month. They can do a lot of your busy work that will help you to then focus your attention on planning on your business and growing your business in other ways. And so, you know, again, You've got to understand as the owner, as the CEO of your business, and certainly as the queen of your empire, you've got to understand that it's your responsibility to be the leader. And while while being the laborer in your business is sometimes necessary, what you've got to understand is that the labor role will hold you back and have you in a whole different mindset than being the leader or the CEO of your business. So forming that power team is very important. Here's the fourth core area in question number one about setting up that foundation. It has to do with automated marketing. You know, in today's society, we have incredible technologies, right? Um, And so as a result, we don't have to manually go back every single day and email uh, those people that are following us or when someone is interested, interested in something, we don't have to manually go back and keep emailing that person. We can already initially put the time and effort to do it one time and set up an automated marketing system. So when someone joins your organization or when someone inquires about a product or a service or when someone wants to put in an order uh, uh, for food or they want to do anything, the system is automatically automated so that it's doing those things that you you have told it to do and how to service your customer, it's doing those things automatically, right? And so it's very, very important for you to incorporate automated marketing, especially for those of you that are solopreneurs, meaning you're the sole owner of your business and it's just you, you, and you. You know what I'm talking about, right? You're the sole owner of your business and you're doing a lot. Automation will cut down a lot of that busy work and allow you to focus more on being the leader, the CEO. And then last but not least, the fifth core area 
in setting your business foundation is, is really asking yourself, am I prepared to receive the money? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Am I prepared to receive the money? You know, there are four things you need to know about receiving money, okay? There are four things. First of all, you need a business checking account so that you don't um, merge your personal money in with your business money. That's one of the wrong things that a lot of business women are still doing that. Stop. You got to get that business checking account, right? Here's number two. Bookkeeping, you got to have a bookkeeping system, right? Because numbers are going to help you greatly become a millionaire. Numbers will help you understand the direction that you need to go. But if you don't have a bookkeeping, if you're not having a system that's telling you um, all of your expenses and then all of your sales coming in, then it's very difficult to know the, which direction to turn. And then, of course, you definitely know you need a merchant account as you prepare to receive the money. You know, uh, these days, uh, most people utilize a debit card or credit card. Uh, most people do. Most people don't keep cash in their wallets. And, you know, I'm not sure if you guys know it yet, but we are headed into the era of digital currency. You know, we are all getting ready to witness digital currency as our government, the U.S. government, um, starting July 1st, brings on uh, flow pay, which is going to be the first type of digital currency. So again, it's headed that way, whether you like it or not. But when someone wants to pay you, you can't say to them that I only accept cash, because that is going to cause them to go to someone that does accept credit cards. And let's not forget that the the cost of being able to accept credit cards in your business, the cost of that is totally 100% tax deductible. It's part of your office expense. Here's number four, cash flow. And when I mention cash flow about being prepared to receive your money, I'm talking about the cash flow analysis. Now, some of you have learned the cash flow and some of you have not learned how to do the cash flow. But cash flows are very important. As a matter of fact, if you want to figure out what is, what is needed of you to become a millionaire, you don't have to go ask anybody. You can learn, uh, learn it all basically from the cash flow analysis. And it's going to tell you what you need to do. And then you can play with it and change different figures. It may tell you you need to... Um, increase the cost of your service or your product because it's going to require too many people before you can make that million. So again, the cash flow helps you out a whole lot. It can help you to understand um, your break-even point every month. It can help you to understand if you are uh, spending too much money, have too much expenses going out. And by the way, this is why a lot of women can't even pay themselves because they're spending their money too much uh, on a lot of different things that are not necessarily needed on a monthly basis, okay? So I have just given you the, the five core areas for setting up your business foundation, legal structure, strategy, forming your power team, automating your marketing, and, of course, preparing to receive the money, right? And these are, the, these are things that you – it's not a choice as to whether or not you need to do it. It's, it's, a, it's a mandatory thing that you, sh you should and you must do it if you're, if you're wanting – to set up the proper foundation and structure 
for your company. Let's move on now out of number one to number two in the five questions of business leadership. What are my top three business goals this month? Now we're narrowing down to this month that you're in right now. Have you actually identified three business goals so that you can then set the task to get those goals accomplished? I think oftentimes we we try to accomplish too many goals every month, and as a result, Nothing actually gets done all the way, okay? So what I want you guys to do is I want you to really focus on, you know, you can make a comprehensive list of goals that you've got to get done for your business, but what I want you to do is I want you to reach into that comprehensive list and prioritize it and pick out three business goals that need to be taken care of for the month, okay? Now, the only way that you can move on and put more goals on your plate is if you have accomplished one of those three goals, you can then pick another goal um, to add, right? So again, I think it's important that you understand as a businesswoman, you must be extremely goal-oriented. You must hold yourself accountable, and we must follow God's rule. God says to write it down, make it plain on the papers. The reason why he says that is that writing it down actually takes your vision, your idea from the spiritual realm, and it moves it to the physical realm so that you can write it down and then start taking some action to it. So he's actually showing us as spiritual beings how to use more power of our human side. He's showing us how to do it, how how to take our spiritual powers and move it from the spiritual side to the physical side, and yet many of us are not doing that. We're not seeing the power in utilizing what God has taught us, and I want to encourage you, if this is you, not to be hard-headed, but to go and work with the system, because God certainly has created a divine system that does not fail. We're a living testimony of that, right? And so what makes us think that we shouldn't have a system when we are trying to create? Because he created us in his image, and we we parallel who God is. So again, it's important for you to to be very goal and system oriented. Okay. Then moving on to number three. Again, we talked about the power team in the foundation, but the question is, do I have my power team in place for question three? I might know what it is. I might hear Coach Trina talk about it every Monday on the show, but it doesn't mean that I have it in place. So the question is, do I have it in place? And if not, when is it going to get in place? Here's number four. Am I being consistent with marketing and communications? That's so important. Am I being consistent with marketing and communication? You know, I I think one of the biggest things that women are not getting their aha moment about is really in the area of marketing right? You see, we can't keep saying what we're going to do. We, keep, we can't keep saying this is going to happen uh, and, setting, and setting goals and deadlines, and it never happens in marketing. You know, you cannot have a business without marketing. Marketing has to be going on these days 24-7. You've got to figure that out. You've got to figure a way to do it. And when you don't have the knowledge to figure it out on your own, because marketing is not necessarily your thing, then you you've got 
to step out of that comfort zone. Get your get your power talk scheduled with me so I can at least help you set some foundational things in your marketing. And then I'm going to refer you to someone who is even more knowledgeable than me in marketing so that you can make it happen, okay? And last but not least, in the five questions of business leadership, and you guys know I'm getting ready to I'm getting ready to talk about this a little bit today. On a scale of one to ten. What is your belief level? Okay, again, on a scale of 1 to 10, what is your belief level? Now, I know a lot of women will say, girl, my belief level is a 10. I believe I can do this. I believe I can do that. But what I want you to do is I want you to allow these things that I'm getting ready to say, I want you to allow these things to tell you where your belief level is at, okay? So, If you're taking action, that's number one, if you're taking action on your goals, meaning you're doing something about it, if you are seeing your goals being accomplished, meaning if you're taking action and those actions are leading you to accomplish your goals, and then if you have tasks or to-do items, they are being checked off on a consistent basis, then you might have a belief level that's anywhere between that number seven and 10. But if you are not doing these things, then your belief level could possibly be falling below seven. Okay. Let me just say this. And I want to, I want to slow it down right now as I have just given you the five questions of business leadership. I want to move right on into talking just about belief. Okay. I want to move into talking just about belief because, you see, what I have learned is that belief really is at the root of all success. Write that down. My belief is at the root of my success. I want you to write that down, okay? You see, there are different belief levels, okay? And there are many things that impact us as as we live in this human body of ours. There are many things that impact us and our belief level. What people say to us impact our belief level. The environments that we put us in, maybe we're maybe we're hanging in the wrong place, right? Maybe, you know, maybe we're not putting ourselves in in a place or uh, or a visual area where we are encouraged and motivated to to achieve, you know. Uh, maybe we are in some relationships that are holding us back, um, and we don't even know it, right? So there are different levels of belief, and then really, re- even what you think about yourself has a huge impact on you believing in yourself. Okay, and so there are different levels of belief. So if someone says do you love yourself? Most people are going to say, yes, I love myself, right? But at what level do you love yourself? Are you loving yourself to the point that when you're overweight and it's leading to some health issues that you're ready to do something about it, you're ready to take action on that, right? Are you believing in yourself enough, if you say you love yourself, that you're getting in at least 10 to 15 minutes of exercise every day? Are you believing in yourself when you say that you love yourself, that you are 
balancing out your meals and eating properly and cutting down on a lot of sugars and processed foods, by the way, that causes a lot of disease that we experience today. You see, we have to pay attention to when we use that word love. We have to pay attention to when we use that word belief, and we have to really make sure that we keep ourselves in check about our belief level and where we are. That is so very, very important. And so I want to encourage you right now to understand and have no doubt that you can reach high belief levels for yourself and that at the root of that high belief level is your success. Okay, you can make it happen. So things that you may have been putting off, even if you have valid reasons why you put them off, things that you may have been putting off for a while, when you really gain the, the courage and you really ask yourself, you know, am I believing in myself in the right way that I need to believe in, in this, on this particular project, on, on this particular goal? Because it's taking me too long to get this done. It should have been done a long time ago. You know what? You just gird yourself. It's the armor of God. And you say, in the name of Jesus, I'm going to move in unshakable faith, which compels me to take swift and immediate action. And you start taking action. And what you don't know, call me, call somebody to see how you do a certain thing or what you need to do to do a certain thing. But what you don't do is that you don't hold yourself back. You don't hold your belief back by procrastinating on it. A true believer takes swift and immediate action on all of their dreams, on all of their goals. And it's so important for you to understand. It's so important for you to know that. There's no such thing as believing in yourself or believing that you have the ability to do something and yet that action is not there because that's the proof in the pudding. That's the proof in the pudding. And when we stall, when we take too long to get something done, have you noticed that when you take too long to get something done, it seems to, that feeling seems to compound itself, and every day you don't feel like doing it. Every day the, strong, the feeling of not doing it gets stronger and stronger and, and stronger. I'm going to tell you exactly what that is. That is your subconscious mind working on your behalf because you're feeding it emotions and thoughts that you really don't want to do what you said you want to do. So then what happens is you develop the subconscious and subliminal habit of procrastinating and never really finishing or completing any one thing. I know because I have gone through it, I have dealt with it, and I have worked very hard to not be in that mindset mode of procrastinating, right? And so, again, how do you get out of that? How do you begin to increase your belief level? You know, you begin to increase your belief level by taking the action. It is the antidote to procrastination. You, can, you take action and you make a pact with yourself that you are going to take action regardless of how you're feeling. Oh, I feel sleepy. I'm tired. Those are just psychological things that really happen and how your subconscious mind starts working against you after you have put in it so many times of procrastinating and not wanting to do something, it thinks that you don't. So it's going to fight you tooth and nail when you try to take action. So I want you to understand that 
God has created incredible beings on this earth. He's created us in an incredible way, a divine system. And the subconscious mind, wow, it is so powerful. It is the most powerful part of your mental chamber. And it's almost like a separate entity of yourself, right? And it can control you in so many ways that you don't even know that it's controlling you. And so I want you ladies, I want you queens to really get this. I want you to truly understand that while you're out here looking for what's going to help you to be successful, while you're out here looking and trying to figure out who you are and, and, what, and what you're trying to do, what you need to understand is that God Almighty has already given you everything that you need to be successful. He's giving it to you. He's giving you the belief already. He's helping you to understand that you can do anything you set your mind to as long as you believe it. So you need to get yourself a good old-fashioned dose of unshakable faith, that level of belief so deeply rooted in you, girl, that it compels you to take swift and immediate action. It, it, it compels you. Compel means like it hits you, you know. It's, it's like sometimes I can't even sleep at night because I'm compelled to take immediate action on things. I have to keep a notepad to brain dump so that I can go to sleep because the thoughts, the ideas, the actions that I want to take are just flying through my head. And it's making me want to stay up, but I know that I need that rest. So I keep that notepad on the side of my bed on my nightstand so I can brain dump so that I can take action on it the following day. So for those of you that have just joined in, this is Queen Trina Newby with Successful Woman Radio. I'm so excited, Queens, that you are all here. For those of you that are new to Successful Woman Radio, you may hear me using the term queen. Well, that's because at Women About Biz, our whole mission, who we are, is about helping you to become queen of your own empire. And so we refer to all of our members and those people that affiliate with us, we call you queen because you really are. Because when you were born, you inherited the right to live a successful a joyful and an abundant life. God created you as his purpose to be a living testimony, right? And so because of that, we get to experience so many wonderful things in life if we would only allow ourselves to do it. So we have been talking about belief and the importance of belief and why it's and why it's important for you to embrace it, because at the root of all success is belief. It is the responsible party for making you successful. And when you are not successful in something or when you when your self-confidence is lower or when your self-esteem is not where it needs to be, then that has everything to do with belief you believing in yourself, and it stems at the very core, right down in your subconscious mind. This is why I said when I started talking about belief today is that, you know, who you hang around, your environment, your friends, uh, all, of, all of these things have an impact on how you believe in yourself. And it's very important that you start paying attention to that. 
It is 1235 after the hour. You are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show, and I want to thank you so much for being a listener on the show today. I want to thank all of those people that attended using artificial intelligence for your business. They attended that. We had a packed-out webinar. Thank you so much for being a part of that. We will be um, – we will be – getting that recording and downloading that. So for all of you who are members of Women About Biz, you know, we will be sending out an announcement that the recording is ready for you to view if you missed that particular webinar. But it was a very good webinar. I even went live and um, and did some examples of how you put your book outline together, uh, how you use it to write invitation letters, all kinds of things. So again, um, that will that recording is being edited and it will be available shortly for all of our members at Women About Biz. Uh, to to see and go over. And again, artificial intelligence, better known as AI, artificial intelligence right now is in a enormous growth spurt. Um, it's been used for the last 10 years by the corporate world and by the U.S. government, but now it's getting ready to be utilized by the everyday consumer, and it is blasting out. Uh, and growing by leaps and bounds on the different things that you can do for your business using artificial intelligence. So, again, if you didn't attend that webinar or, or, or even if you did, the replay for all Women About Biz members will be available shortly this week, and we'll be sending out an email to let you know so. Hey, guys, we've got some great articles over at Women About Biz. If you go to the blog and the type, top white menu bar. Um, a lot of the things that I'm talking about, many of our, our listeners are always asking, you know, um, I didn't get something in my notes. I'm missing something. So what we've decided to do, um, our team, is that a lot of the topics are going to be turned into articles so that you will really get that opportunity to read it as much as you want, have those aha moments. So Right now, if you click on blog at womenaboutbiz.net, you'll find out that we have ideas to monetize your business. We've got Becoming the Queen of Productivity. We've broken that down for you, right? Um, we talk about becoming your business ambassador, what's required of you. We've got that article already for you, Five Signs You Need to Delegate. We talk about that right? Each day is a new beginning for your business. So we've got tons of new articles coming out written. These are not AI articles. These are written articles from me sharing with you on the show live. And then we've taken all of that information and we're putting it into articles. So it is definitely well worth its weight in gold. You guys who are members really need to get in there and read those articles. Print them off. Highlight areas that are important to implement in your business, okay? So very, very important. I also want to announce that we've got a few things happening in June. Who is spinning my head because God has certainly blessed us at Women About Biz, and we've got a lot of things going on that I want you to be a part of. So the first thing I want to let you know is that we will be releasing, coming this week on Wednesday, we will be releasing the virtual online networking event 
happening in, in late June. And also, we have a live networking event happening right here in Atlanta. I will be there, um, and we are getting our live and our virtual events started. On that page, there will be a link for those of you uh, that want to host a, a networking event in your area for Women About Biz, how it benefits you and all of that. We've got that information for you. And so all of that will be available this Wednesday. It will be out uh, for you to take a look at. We're so excited about all these things coming out. I'm also excited to announce to you and I actually, I think um, I will have to ask my assistant, Relisha, but I think we have the cover. We'll, we're going to have the cover coming out this week as well. We are creating a beautiful e-zine, which is an online magazine, and it is going to be posted for you um, to read electronically. It's called Crown. And I'm so excited for our Crown magazine. It's called Crown because we're all queens, right? And, and Crown is about continuing to push that mission of Women About Biz forward, about helping you become that queen. And we're going to be featuring uh, members of Women About Biz. Uh, and so if you are a member of Women About Biz, and you have a particular expertise, and you would like to write a feature article for Crown Magazine, then um, there is going to be a, pr a procedure for you to be able to submit and do that, okay? And so, again, we're very excited. And we're going to be featuring members in other ways, too. We're going to be asking exciting questions, and we're going to be asking members to give their opinion or, you know, on what they think about that question. Um, we're going to be highlighting and featuring successful businesswomen um, who will be sharing with you their journey and how they did it and what they're doing, the tools that they're using. So I'm very excited about Crown Magazine, and I'm excited about what it stands for. And we have developed it for internally for all of those, both our bronze and free members and our paying members. We've developed it for our membership structure so that we stay connected and so that you begin to really, really get what's going on at Women About Biz. So you'll be able to see announcements. You'll be able to see a lot of different things that you can take advantage of, uh, our loan department, uh, if you're needing a business or a personal loan, uh, if you need to incorporate. We've got great low-cost services just for you, uh, members at Women About Biz. So you're going to really like Crown Magazine. Also, in June, you know, yet again, the first week of June, we are introducing the Queen's Lifestyle Club, okay? We originally were going to call it the Income Club, but we changed it and decided to call it Lifestyle Club. Now, if many of you will remember, we had we have an affiliate program called Lifestyle for Her. So what we're doing is we are rolling everything into itself and call it Queen's Lifestyle Club. Now, this exciting new club, right, is a new membership level at Women About Biz that's going to focus on women living their best lives, and also it's going to focus on passive income. So we'll be giving passive income 
ideas. We'll be letting you know about passive income opportunities that we have tested and tried out and how and how to use it and how, how to generate that passive income for yourself. We're going to be talking about the use of artificial intelligence in writing books, e-books, um, and how to create those landing pages so that at some point you might have 10 to 15, 20, even 100 e-books over a period of time out there on the Internet with landing pages uh, for you to, to generate cash from. So we're going to be sharing all of those things in Queen's Income Club. The reason why we segmented that, we have our general Women About Biz membership for those women that are starting and looking for ways to market and grow their business. But Queen's Income Club or Lifestyle Club is a little bit different. Here's why. It's because it's for those women who are really interested in figuring out how to generate that passive income, right? They are looking for uh, passive income to free them up from their schedules so that they can travel, so that they can, you know, do things, get that money that they're looking for to accomplish their goals, or even generate income to help them with that traditional business idea that they have or to help them um, with operational cash for their business. But we don't want to push off passive income strategies and opportunities on individuals that are not looking for that. So we don't want to push off, um, you know, encouraging people to live a wealthy lifestyle if that's not what they're looking for. So therefore, that's what Queen's Lifestyle Club is all about. It's for those queens that are looking to get to that next level that do want to um, get to a wealthy lifestyle. They are able to afford the things that they want in life. They're able to travel. Um, They're able to generate streams of passive income. Then that is going to be for you if that's what you want to do. And so, again, we're very, very excited about Queen's Lifestyle Club, and that will be started the first week of April. It's a whole nother um, it's a whole nother uh, site structure that we have with that, a lot going on. Here's the thing. Our general membership, if we have individuals that if you are a paying member in our general membership structure at $57 monthly, that includes the Queen's Lifestyle Club, Okay. For those who want to be just in the Queen's Lifestyle Club and they are not general, you know, they're not members at Women About Biz, then it's a lower level at $37 a month, okay? So, again, we just want to make sure that you know that we have these two memberships at Women About Biz. We're very, very excited to offer Queen's Lifestyle Club. Um, We're excited about, um, you know, folding our lifestyle for her into Queen's Lifestyle Club and making it something really fantastic. Stay tuned because we'll be going on our first retreat coming up in September. There are those of you who may want to go uh, on the retreat with us. We're headed to Jamaica coming in the September timeframe. And so, again, um, we are planning for that retreat right now. It is 1245, 15 minutes before the hour of one. I'm going to go right into our hot topic of the day, marketing on a budget. Marketing on a budget. Yep. You know, when you're a solopreneur, when, when you don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars to spend on, on marketing or 
even thousands or hundreds, right? You got to get, um, you got to step outside of the uh, the box and you got to get very creative with what you do. So what I want to do is just remind all of you of these various ways that really do work. They've worked for women about this and they can work for you. Okay. So if you've been busy and been in business any length of time, uh, generating that income for your business, you know that marketing plays a crucial role in the success and growth of your business. The thing is, is that your business has to be marketed 24-7. So even when you sleep, you really should have, have information out there available for people to see and know what's available in the, in the area of your services and products. However, limited resources that women have often pose a, a big challenge, right, when it comes to implementing effective marketing strategies. But the good news today is that a constrained budget doesn't have to limit you on marketing your business. By adopting a creative and strategic approach, your small business can maximize your marketing efforts and it can generate impressive results without breaking the bank. So oftentimes, traditional methods of marketing, such as radio, television, or even newspapers or magazines, tend to run on the side. So it's a good idea to try different approaches that can give you, you know, great results on the budget. So let's explore some of these cost-effective marketing strategies tailored for small businesses. Okay, number one, most importantly, before you do anything is you have to define your target audience. You know, at the start of marketing conversations and talking about marketing, the one thing that you should know is at the, at the root of it, the foundation for marketing is knowing your target audience, right? It's essential before allocating any money into your marketing. So you have to conduct market research to identify your ideal customer profile and develop your buyer persona. Now, a buyer persona simply means that, you know, it's, it, you, you start giving it a personality. This, this person who is a typical customer or client is a male or a female. They're uh, age 25 to 35 or 35 to 55, okay? They, they normally have a nine-to-five paying job, and they normally make this much money average on a yearly basis, right? And this is what they like to do. Some of their hobbies might be this, this, and this. This type of knowledge will allow you to craft personalized and effective marketing messages that actually resonate with that type of person, saving you both time and money. And that's what's so very important, right? Knowing your target audience and the persona of your target audience allows you to write your marketing content in a certain way. It allows you to address them in a certain way and reach them where they are. Okay, so never forget that. And if this is something you haven't done, I would tell you that this is absolutely priority, okay? Because how are you out there marketing right now if you don't know who your target customer or client is, huh? So, Queen, this is something that you have to do this week. This is something that must be done. And then if you have different businesses or multiple projects going on that have different target audiences, well, then you, you need to know who that target audience is for all of them, right? It's, it's just not one thing fits all. You've got to be able to have 
the profile, the persona for each of the projects you're doing, if it's not relevant to one another, then you have a different target audience, okay? Next is you've got to leverage the power of social media. And herein is what you've got to take the most advantage of. So you've got to really First of all, it requires you to have a strategy. It doesn't mean today you need to just go out and start posting more. you got to know what to post, okay? Social platforms offer an incredible opportunity for you to reach your target audience at minimal cost. So the thing that you need to understand is about content. You've got to be able to have engaging content that falls in the categories of your post content, meaning what you say, motivational content, pulling on the emotions of, of your target audience to, to really be able to identify with what's going on within your industry, and then number three, video. You've got to be able to do video on a consistent level. Those three things are very, very important. And putting them all together is consistency. You've got to be consistent. Now, a social media expert is probably going to tell you that you need to post social media-wise. You need to post twice a day because people who might review and see you, you know, in the mid-morning time um, to the early afternoon time are not necessarily the same group of people that may see that, you know, see your post in the evening time, and yet you can't really post the same thing twice a day. So, you know, what you end up having to do if it's just you or if you have a virtual assistant is you really have to look at how you can flip your post content with two separate images. They're basically saying similar to the same things, but they are different images so that you're not duplicating the same thing over and over and over again. That's very important, right? If you can't post twice a day in your social media platform, then at a minimum, you need to do once a day. Okay, especially if it's on Instagram or TikTok. Okay, Facebook and LinkedIn, I would say you can really get by. Now, first of all, let me say this if you're on Facebook, a lot of people are still using their personal accounts to promote business stuff, and little do they know that often a very minuscule amount of followers on your personal side is going to see your business side. Why? Because Facebook blocks it. Okay, if they have a, um, if you have an image or if you're talking about selling or joining or clicking a link of any kind, what Facebook does is that it allows maybe, let's say you got 3,000 followers, only three to five people might see a post with a lot of advertisement and links on it, right? So this is why as a business, you really need to have a Facebook page. A Facebook business page, right? Why? It's because you can utilize that Facebook business page in several ways. I know some of you are probably saying, well, I don't hardly have anybody seeing my post on, on my Facebook business page. Yeah, but there's other ways that your Facebook business page can help you. Number one, it can help you in the search engines, right? Because if you use the right keywords on your content or your post, Guess what's going to happen? 
it's going to be seen on Facebook. And so when you look up that particular keyword, guess what? Your your Facebook page will come up or may come up and be amongst the first 10. So again, you can utilize Facebook's business page for a lot more than just trying to reach your current following audience, but it actually can help you with selling your services and your products, okay? Number three is content marketing. And content marketing is an effective and budget-friendly way to build your brand awareness, engage your audience, and establish your expertise. So how you do that is you create high-quality, informative content in the form of blog posts, articles, videos, or podcasts that provide value to your target audience. But all of this content that you're going to be doing, it has to have the right keywords, right? So just because I write an article on how to start a business, I got to go and make sure that I have the right keywords that people are utilizing in Google to search for such a thing, right? Uh, And then I have to take that keyword or that keyword phrase, for example, how to start a business, I've got to use it at least five to seven times in that article so that the search engine knows without a doubt that that article is about how to start a business. And it's going to put it in a a higher category than other articles that may be about the same thing, but they are not using the keyword phrase, but maybe one time. So this is why you must understand that there is definitely a rhyme and a reason. There is a strategy to how you're using your content. But you can't write just one article and think it's supposed to take care for uh, for eternity for your content, and people are supposed to find that and find your website or be called to action, right? So what you have to do, which is so very, very important, you've got to have a content strategy. That means that you've got to sit down And you've got to look at your business services and products, and you've got to develop article topics based on keywords and keyword phrases that people are searching for on the Internet. Now, how do you do that, you might ask? How do you begin to find that out? Well, there are keyword tools out there that allow you to do that. Google has a keyword planner, okay? If you go to Google, Dot com and search keyword planner, um, it will be there for you. Then also, I want you to look at the website, S-E-M-Rush, R-U-S-H. S is in Sam, E is in Edward, M is in Man, Rush, R is in Robert, U is in Umbrella, S is in Sam, H as in Henry, okay? S-E-M-Rush.com. It's an excellent planning tool if you are looking to use keywords and you're trying to figure out what the best keywords are for your particular industry or your particular topic, how to actually do that, okay? Next, you want to collaborate with influencers and partners, okay? So there are a lot of people on Instagram and on Twitter that might be friendly to you sending them a direct message saying, hey, I do this type of service or this type of business and I am looking to do uh, some short posts for for pay or age. Is is this something that you um, would be open to discussing? Many of them already have plans 
um, that they can send you of, you know, how much it costs, how long your post is going to be. And these, these collaborators, these influencers oftentimes have 10,000 or more followers, and, and they are going to, for a fee, allow you to be exposed to their followers, okay? Influencers can help promote your products, your services through reviews, sponsored content, giveaways, valuable exposure, and, and get you in front of a wider audience, okay? Now, I do know on, um, on Instagram, right, on Instagram, you can probably, depending on who the influencer is, you can, you can get a, a, a shout-out on an influencer's page for about uh, $150 to $250, and then some cost more based on how many followers they actually have. And so, again, um, what you're looking for is to make sure that the influencer matches your values and what you stand for, uh, which is very, very important, and that you are following the influencer, Okay. Very key, but it can work very good for you, you know, especially if you're doing events or a special product. You want to make sure that that influencer is targeting similar to your target audience. This is why you need to have a persona, you know, build the persona so that you, you already know that this influencer matches your persona. Number five, of course, is email marketing never dies out. You know, for those of you thinking that email has died out, my question to you is that's the case. Are you still checking your email every day? <laughs> right? Most of us are. The answer is yes, right? But you must build an email list of interested prospects and existing customers to nurture relationships and drive sales. So people must be willing to opt in. Don't just put a person in your email list if they have not given you permission. People must be willing to opt in to what you have. And you can offer incentives such as exclusive discounts, informative newsletters, premium content in exchange for email sign-ups. So all of those people that have actually opted in are telling you that they're interested in who you are and what you have. When you have a whole bunch of people, let's say that you've met at a networking event, you come home with a stack of cards and you just entered their information in without their permission, you are not going to have a good click-through rate. I can tell you that right now. So this is why it's so important, again, everything you do in Business Queen, everything has to have a system. Everything must be systemized. You, you can no longer just go about your day just, oh, by the way, oh, in between me washing these dishes and doing this and that, let me go post a couple of things. No, you got to think about it more strategically than that. You must have a strategy, and there is a way to do that. So hopefully I've given you guys some good information on marketing on a budget. This will be talk, uh, talked about and done in an article format for you as well. You know, you queens, make sure that you definitely go to womenaboutbiz.net. Keep in the know. Go to the blog and, and you want to listen to previous shows, go to the word podcast in the menu bar and click on it. It's all there for you. All you have to do is take the action. Last but not least, I want to know, want you to know that I love you and I want you to believe in yourself in a high way. I want you to this week 
believe in yourself and say that you believe in yourself and take action on your beliefs and all of those things that you want to do. Ask yourself, what are some goals, two or three goals that I would like to accomplish by the end of this month? And start working on those goals this week. You are indeed the queen of your empire, and make no mistake about it. You, were inher- you inherited it at the beginning of your birth, and you will be a queen always. So, again, love you guys. Make sure you share the show with at least one other person. And remember, take courage. Don't forget, take courage and move forward. Don't procrastinate. It's not going to get you anywhere. Bye-bye.